Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with Ben and Ashley I. Ashley, how was your long weekend? It was so good. How was yours? It was awesome. Ashley, I have a story for you. You want to hear it? Yeah. So I, uh, I try to once a year get out in the woods uh, here in Colorado, like just far out, backpack in, a couple miles, set up camp, hang out. So that's what I did this weekend. Uh, Jessica, actually, on Friday, usually I'd leave on a Friday, but she went to Shania Twain with Kaylin in Vegas this weekend. Jessica stepped out, flew to... Vegas for one day and then back the next day just for this concert, which is very unlike my wife, but they had a blast, um, a really good time. And then I left on Saturday. Have I ever told you my bear story? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You've been talking about how there's a lot of bears around. Yeah. Okay. Well, a few years ago when I first did this trip, I uh, forgot I had put bacon flavored sunflower seeds inside <laughs> my backpack Okay. And a bear destroyed my tent. I mean, literally rolled it up like a Chipotle burrito and going after these sunflower seeds. And so I camped at the same spot this weekend uh, that I was at that time. No bear, luckily, but I was very careful with my food. No food in the bag. Not even my toothpaste this year. Gotten smarter. Uh, But got to see some incredible wildlife. A lot of birds. Um, just a, a lot of stars. It was really special. Aw, I yeah. love that for you. I'm, I feel Shania very Twain was my first concert. Really? Yeah, and my greatest memory from it is just that I had to pee the entire time, like so, so bad. I yeah. was in fifth grade, and um, I was with my friend's dad, my friend, and then another friend of hers, and I was just so conflicted on whether to ask to go to the bathroom because, you know, obviously fifth grader can't go by themselves to the bathroom at a concert. And I I, I wasn't supposed to do ask her dad. So I just held it the entire night and obviously Uh, don't remember anything about the concert except for my full bladder. Oh, that's the worst. I know. Happens to me on flights. I like the window seat. And sometimes I sit there, I'm like, I don't know how to ask (laughs) for everybody here to get up. And so then you feel well, like if a, they're sleeping. Well, yeah. That's always tricky. Yeah. Then you feel like a basketball is sitting in your gut. Like you, you got to do it. You got to on, on a plane. You have to go. And at go. a concert, you have to go too. all fifth grade girls listening. Make sure you just go ask the dad. Yeah. To take you. Yeah. That's why he's there. Um, yeah. He'll be nice about <laughs> it. Uh, well, Ashley, it's a big week. Obviously, I can't believe it. We're coming to the end of this season of The Bachelorette. Gabby and Rachel are kind of 
in the home stretch of their uh, experiences as Bachelorette. Uh, and uh, it's a big week because it's overnight dates, which always bring a the le- drama. The drama. They always do uh, for obvious reasons, right? You and it, I like this these weeks, Ashley, because I feel like the personality of the lead really shows how they're going to navigate this physical intimacy, uh, how they're going to navigate the the feelings of all of their contestants that they care now at this point a lot about. And I was very excited for this week because after, I mean, I mean, Clayton's season had some rough patches, but it was really overnights that kind of launched it into a, a messy situation. And, uh, and mm-hmm. so I was very intrigued to see how Rachel and Gabby were going to handle overnights. Both of them did it in different ways. What were your thoughts? Uh, I was like overall in and out of the episode. There were some times where I was like, oh, okay, let's see what goes down here. Yeah. And then there were times where I was just like, oh my God, this is just blabber. Yeah. Uh, like cut this down. Yeah. I think overall, I wasn't really shocked by anything though. What about you? I can't say I'm shocked. I feel like we've gotten now last couple of weeks... A, uh, a fairly good taste of each contestant. I uh, I don't think anything surprised me. I am still a little on edge about how T- like Tino is handling this. That was still a little surprising to me, I guess I would say. What about? Just, I don't think he's comfortable here. I mean, I, I don't think this experience is one where he feels... Uh, I don't know what I want to say. Like, not prepped. You don't want to practice for the Bachelorette, but you just don't. You also, I feel like he just has continued to be, um, not understanding what environment he's in. Does that make sense? Sure, but I, I don't know that I felt that. Okay, to be honest, Why? from my per- perspective. I felt like you know how I go back and forth between yeah, whether or do. not he's an f boy. Or whether he's like actually in love with her. I was actually on the side of he's actually in love with her this episode. And I didn't sense any like F boyness. And I think that like everything was like pretty much a genuine feeling. I think that he also doesn't really 100% know what went down at his hometown. Yeah. I wonder why. He was in the room for most of that, right? Yeah, except for the one-on-one chats when mm. your dad when she was like, "Yeah, your dad said that like he would deal with it, but like not accept it." Yeah, or like accept it but not like it. I don't he know what the wording was. Know. He might not know what went. He down. was shocked by that. Yeah, he's yeah he was like, he was like, "Oh, really? Oh, yeah. we'll have to deal with that." Yeah, I, re- I mean, I never had hometowns as a contestant, but as yeah. a lead, uh, your hometowns are very. They're difficult because they're very awkward, uh, especially when you get put on the spot of is my, my, you know, my situation is my daughter the one and you're like, hey, you have every right to ask me that like you are the dad or the mom of this child that is going through this crazy experience. However, I don't have the ability to answer that question. So now we're just going to sit in awkwardness because I, I have to dance around it to try to keep you happy while at the same time knowing mm-hmm. how serious this is. And so I have a hard time. I, I, I think Tino's family was very critical and very hard. I don't think it was fair 
to Rachel. I just have a hard time being too critical of the families because this is so weird. I mean, the whole thing's weird. I just wish Tino might know. I wish he would listen to Rachel, I guess, would be what I'm saying here, and hear what she's trying to tell him. And I don't know if he's fully grasping. I, I think he's shocked and doesn't understand. But I don't know if he's actually listening to the words she's saying. Okay. Is that fair? Respect. Yeah. Okay. Well, here. Here we go. Well, should we go through the entire episode now? I think so. I mean, I don't know if we need to go through in details. I, think, I don't think so either. Yeah. We I should just go by like guy by guy. Let's just like bullet point guy by guy. Let's take a quick break before we do that. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new sense turned my bathroom into a spa. 
You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair teas on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. Oh, no. Ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Gabby and Rachel are in Mexico this week. Uh, the famous Vedanta. I don't know how long of a contract this show has. It's a different Vedanta. Is it's it a different really? one. It's an, I think it's a newer one in Riviera Maya. Yes. When we were in Paradise, they were talking about how they were like on Vedanta overload because the producers had spent like two months there collectively between the two seasons. Ah, that makes more. I didn't catch on to that. I didn't realize yeah. it was like, okay, so this is a newer Vedanta. It's not the one in Puerto Vallarta that uh, the show kind of houses at for Paradise. It's kind of the 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 headquarters. Uh, the Vedanta is a beautiful property. I have nothing but good things to say about it. I've had a great time there in my short and few stays. But they are at the Vedanta and the Riviera Maya. This is obviously the scene is set because this is a big week uh, because both Rachel and Gabby understand and remember how it went down during their times as contestants. And they're taking it very serious, not only for the physical intimacy and what their uh, their physical compatibility is with each of their contestants, but they also understand the feelings of each of their contestants because of their time on Clayton's season, which starts us 
with Gabby's first overnight date with Eric. Ashley, walk us through it. Okay, so the first date is full of bachelor puns with jumping and falling into love. (laughs) And it's so corny. But basically, they're just jumping off of these platforms into the water. Uh, The bottom line is with this this date, Eric is her front runner. She ends up saying to him she's falling in love with him. And he like he says he's past the point of falling. He's actually in love with her. Doesn't want to leave without her. She says that, you know, she sees a future with him and he makes her feel safe no matter what. And I have to say, like, and I know I feel like we're saying this is a broken record over and over again the past few seasons, but like, I'm really not understanding where the love is coming from. In these moments of declaration, I feel it at times. Like, I felt it with, um, was it Tino? I guess I did feel it with Tino and, and Rachel in this episode. But I don't feel like they're romantic moments is what I'm trying to say. They're romantic moments, but I'm not understanding where the bonds are coming from, the connections, because I haven't seen enough connecting moments. All I remember seeing with these couples is them being like, hey, like, I have feelings for you. I have feelings for you. Oh, hey, I'm falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with you. But I'm like, where are you bonding to get this falling in love? to happen well i think in past seasons we've had these moments these one-on-one dates where uh i think we we've explained it in the past where it feels like when you're watching the show their worlds stop you know what i'm saying like there's no other it's it's like you you're watching them and you see that the cameras and the conversation honestly i feel like it happens most seasons when the conversation stops and you just see them fall in love and at peace. And they're just good now being in the silence with each other. I think with this season, all we've seen is conversation. We haven't seen those quiet, still moments that make us go, these people just really like to be around each other. They just really like to, to be close to each other because we've, I don't know if it's due to so much content that the quiet moments can't be seen. But even like you said, sometimes during this episode, I was like, Hey, stop talking and just, be with each other for a second. Like, I don't need to hear you talk about this random stuff all the time. I just want to see you two sit and watch the stars or sit and look at the ocean or just sit together. Like the comfort doesn't seem to be shown. I, it might be there. I'm just not seeing it when I watch these episodes. Okay. So you just brought up a great point and it's weird that ironic, the, the couples that flashed in front of my eyes when I thought of those moments, yeah. I thought of Emily and Jeff playing with puppets in Europe. I thought of Nick and Vanessa in that flying machine mm-hmm. thing, the zero gravity room. Yeah, Those are moments. Yeah. And you're like, that's it. That's the person. And you know, it right off the bat, but I haven't had any of those moments this season where I'm like, that's the person. Yeah, that's the moment. Well, what do you think about, as we're, we're on Eric then, what do you think about his concerns and how he brings them up about you know his feelings for Gabby, but knowing there's still other people involved? Okay, before I go into that, I just want to mention that last week was probably a bonding moment for them with the dad but definitely in a different sense. 
Yeah, that was just, like a humanity bonding moment, not necessarily romantic bonding moment. I feel like anybody would feel really close after experiencing that uh, together. Well, and it, it was very vulnerable for all sides involved. I, yeah. I will say for it, to speak on that for a second, what I do wish is I feel like we didn't see enough of the follow-up from that. Like how did Gabby console Eric? Like that had to be hard for him. It had to be really mm-hmm. hard to then leave his dad again. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure she did. I'm not saying she did it. I'm not saying this is not a, a part of her. I just don't know if I saw enough of it to be like, man, that's, that is a relationship, right? That is, there is not only this experience going on, but then they're also connecting far outside of this experience and talking about stuff that's very real and very hard and very mm-hmm. difficult. I don't, I didn't see enough of that. I wanted to see more of that. Like, how are they sitting in silence? Like, has, did he, did he get emotional? Uh, how did she handle it when he got emotional? I mean, we saw a little bit, but I, I, maybe I'm just selfish, but I just wanted more. You wanted more tears. I, I wanted more realness. Like I wanted, I, I love when the show feels like this crosses over from a television show to reality. And you know, that's what's happening on the show and what we're watching is deeply affecting their lives in the real world. And I know that was one of those moments It had to be for Eric. Yeah, you know, he did have that moment in this episode where he said, like, I'm yeah. getting emotional, reminiscing on it. Sure. Okay. But yeah. So give him a little credit there, I guess. I'm but. not saying he's not doing it. No, I'm not saying yeah. that. I'm saying we're not we're not seeing it. Like, not that it's not happening. We're just not able to watch it as a viewer for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm, I, I think it has to be happening. I know it's happening. I know he's Well, emotional. okay. That's the point. Is that it's totally happening. We're not seeing it. That's my Because point. these people are actually in love. And we can like feel the love a little bit and the moments in which they're saying sure. it to each other. But we really want to know the, the journey and, and see those, yeah, those moments of silence. Anyway, moving on to my overall thoughts on the Eric situation is I leave this just being like, okay, Eric is probably her pick. My, okay. it's just, my gut says that's her pick. But you know what I am surprised by? We were talking about being locked having a lack of surprises, but I actually am surprised by the amount that the girls are throwing around the falling in love. I'm in love, blah, blah, blah because I thought we were going to go back to an old tradition of in, at Brie Ben Higgins, where we don't say anything like that until the final rose ceremony to the times that were, but better. do you know what I mean? Like we used to never, ever say it until like the final rose was given out. And with these girls, it was so hurtful that they had to hear it yeah. from Clayton when he was saying it to multiple people that I thought they were totally going to reserve it to, for the end. Yeah, and yeah. I think that Gabby is reserving it a little bit for the end. She does say, well, okay. Gabby says she is more than falling in love with Eric, but I don't think she said, she doesn't say it directly to him. No, no. Can I, can I just take a second here? And, yeah. s- and say, am I now validated a little bit? Like, can I at least, can can we at least say that what I did, which what I never would claim was the smartest or wisest decision, at least has some validation to it? Oh, Ben. I mean, I am totally, I understand why and how you did it. Okay. 1,000%. I don't think anybody. I'm waiting for anybody... the public to be like, hey, <laughs> it's been six years, but we're really sorry, Ben. Like, really, we really, you know, we messed up. We got so mad at you. No, 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 Ben. Okay. It, you, that was like the most minor thing. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most minor of all offenses. It just started a trend. That's all. Yeah, just opened up the floodgate. Okay, well, yeah. Um, 
I I am surprised uh, as you are. I thought I just thought these they would be very hesitant, but it's also in, at some level even if we're not seeing it, even if we're not feeling how they're falling in love with each other, uh, we got to assume that they are. And so these moments are very um, special. If you're a fan of the show, right? You wait for these connections to be formed. And so, you know, from my perspective, we say something's happening that we're, you know, that, that, that is unique and it is working. Now, if it will work uh, in the next couple episodes, I don't know. But I do think at this point, Eric is who Gabby would like to be with. I don't know if he is going to end up with Gabby, but I, I he is my front runner after this. Episode. Okay, so then you asked me about the moment on the bridge, yeah. which yes. does happen later in the episode, but we'll stay with Eric. He comes, he writes a letter, a note that says, meet me at the bridge, I need to see you. And I was like, oh my God, it's Jason. and He's about to break up with her. What did you think it was? I probably had the same feeling. Yeah, I think I, I I had the same thought of this has just been so uncomfortable for Jason. And yeah. this is just getting more uncomfortable that he is going to remove himself. That's what I thought. They teed it up. You yeah. know, he was talking with Jesse. He said, I am not in love with her yet. I'm getting there. And I was like, oh, God, this is Jesse probably said off camera, you know, or didn't make the cut. Something along the lines of, well, if you're not there yet, you should probably talk to her. And I thought that note was him meeting her at the bridge. And then she was going to be left with one guy. The one guy that I think that she wants to end up with. But regardless, it's, again, that feeling of rejection. You don't want to be the bachelorette and then kind of be, like, dumped and left with one, even if it was your one. Anyway, going back to their conversation on the bridge, these fantasy suite conversations are so loaded. And I have different feelings every single time. They had a conversation behind the closed doors of the fantasy suite that we don't know a lot of context to, but we know that they basically, from what it seems, she was like, I'm going to go forward with the other fantasy suites. I'm going to explore each of these relationships fully. She was super transparent about it. And he seemed to understand and accept. And now this conversation on the bridge has her wondering if he is truly accepting it. She thinks it's a test. I don't know. I just like, I feel the other person on the other side a lot. Um, Because it's just such a weird environment. She said that he said that it seems like cheating this week. If she were to be with anybody else. Because that's how solid he feels like they are. I understand that is selfish. That is not the way that this process goes. But I also like think it's okay for him to be vocal about it. What do you think? Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong at all. I mean, I think there's so much nuance to these situations. I don't know if I would want, if I'm looking at this scenario, okay? If I'm Gabby, I don't know if I'd want Eric being like, you know what? I feel really good about these other fantasy suite dates Exactly. For you. I was going to say, can we twist this conversation and just in him going up to her and being like, hey, just want to let you know you're in the middle of this week and I want you to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying every man fully. <laughs> I just, I mean, I think that might in some relationships be uh, a per, I mean, that's what's unique is sometimes we see that during this show where people are like, I just want you to explore it. And if it's me at the end, I'm happy to be there. 
I also think there is a, a level of um, emotion if he's in love with her where he's like, I can't imagine you doing this with anybody else. I can't imagine you having whatever kind of moment you're going to have with anybody else. Because in my eyes, like you are mine, like you, you and I are together. Now, I also think then you have to give some idea or some consideration to the fact that they are in this experience. And this is an ex like, this is a thing that happens. It is the format of the show. It, it happens every season. I don't mind him sharing that it makes him feel weird. I don't know if I love the it feels like cheating to me because that is a that is obviously a very big claim and I don't know if there's enough clarity around that to be like it feels like cheating to me. I'm not going to consider it cheating. It's not a deal breaker. Just know that it's really hard for me to understand and process right now. I, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know how that, like, the, again, the nuance of those conversations existed. I, I don't love an ultimatum ever on the show or in life. I don't think this was an ultimatum, but as she said, is it a test? Yeah, but, but again, I don't know if I love the idea of it being a test. You don't test your partner. Do you think it's a test? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I'm a, I don't know. I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt here to say, I bet he is all up in his own head. I bet he is so confused and this is really hard. And I think he really cares about her. And he said things probably didn't come out perfectly, probably needed some like clarity and some, some more words and emotion wrapped around it. But I, I would, I mean, I don't like it if he's testing her. Like, I don't like it if he's like, well, Hey, you failed that one. Uh, sorry, we're not together. That wouldn't be fair. And I don't see him doing that. I don't see it. Yeah. Yeah. So I no, I don't think it's a test. But I do think he's trying to explain that like this is really hard for him to understand. And I Yeah. And hey, come on. Like it is. It's weird. It's very awkward. It's very uh, you know, abnormal for m some couples to be at this stage in their relationship in a few days. I mean, I I went through this. Like a few days before you are, you know, walking away into the sunset with somebody, you're also still dating somebody else up until like the hour beforehand. That's weird. That's not mm -hmm. normal. That's not like, I don't know if it's healthy. So yeah, you're, you're not used to these emotions. So no, I don't know if it's a test. I don't want to assume it's a test. Gabby obviously feels like it's a test. That's not probably good. They need to talk about that. Yeah. All right, we'll see okay. how it unfolds. This conversation truly left me anxious for the next episode. Yeah, excited. And I'm not sure I felt that way so far this season. I'm there pretty excited to press play on the next episode. So I'll say that. While it might be an emotional, a, a, a point of emotional turmoil for them, for me as an audience member, I'm into it. Yeah, you're engaged. Well, that's <laughs> it. it worked. That's yeah. why it was shown. Uh, we yeah. got up next, Rachel and Avon's overnight date. I've been a fan of Avon this whole time. I feel like he is the silent, kind of like the sneaky uh, pick here. Uh, he's obviously stood out since the beginning. He's he's been kind. He's been he's he's good looking. They have good chemistry. I don't feel like we know. I don't know if I know Avon well. I don't know him at all. Yeah. this is a huge point that I wanted to make okay. in this this podcast. We have not been getting enough. In the moment, ITM interviews from these guys. We have not been getting enough interviews in general from these guys. They are not narrating the show 
whatsoever. It's all the girls narrating. And I think that is where we are feeling a disconnect because, you know, like back in maybe in every season, uh, but I can take it to my my season personally a little bit more because like I remember certain sound bites and such. The girls really, the cast, narrated the season a lot. And we had lots of funny little bits, little bites, you know, little sound bites every here and there that you really, you there's like a lot of personality. You were able to tell the personality of someone, if not on a date, through the sound bites, through the interview clips. And with these guys, we get nothing. These guys are so boring in the interview room. Well, do you think they're boring in general then? I don't think so, actually. I think they're bad interviews. Yeah. And I think that that might be why we're feeling, we're not feeling um, their personalities right. come through. Yeah, because like the iconic moments are the memes that you've created or that other contestants have created. The funny, like you said, sound bites or for you, the tears of emotion that sometimes made no sense on why you were crying when you were crying. But that's like why we fall in love with Ashley is she's... We know who she is. She's emotional. And we're showing the fact that she gets emotional over everything. She laugh cries. She laugh when, cries. You know, yeah. When the producer asks her about like how her current current feelings are. She's like, this is so... I don't know why I'm referring to myself and she. But it's like, I feel so ridiculous for feeling this that I'm laughing and crying at the same time. You are not getting anything from these guys. No. They are um, like freaking paint on watching paint on a whatever that expression is they are not dynamic in the interview watching room and we, we need more of this watching paint dry uh so yeah i think that that we're missing that and i think that that's one of the reasons we don't know avon very well he seems so sweet and pleasant and so attractive and he literally has not done a thing quote quote wrong or yeah. suspicious or that made oh. you go hmm like everything has been lovely with him yeah. But we don't have a lot of um, we don't have a lot of dynamic moments from him. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but this smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. 
So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Can I make a comparison? Yeah. I feel like Avon and Jason are and one of the reasons why this is happening are very similar to where this is probably just really uncomfortable for them. They don't shine. Uh, in a group dating environment on a national television show. And so they've been more reserved. They're probably, they're, they seem like great guys. They're just uncomfortable. And so sometimes at the end, we have big personalities. Most of the time at the end, we have the biggest personalities are the ones that still are around. And so we hear a lot from these big personalities. And for whatever reason, this is Gabby and Rachel's journey, but they both have somebody in their group that maybe is a little more reserved a little more uncomfortable and so we're not hearing it and then we have tino you know who's an all mixed bag of emotions right now who you know is is very like is having a hard time with this whole process also but i think he's a big personality he's just having a hard hard time and so we have two guys that are a little a lot more reserved that you expect don't usually get there at the end but we have them so we're not seeing a lot yeah, you can tell that Tino is just a chattier person in real yeah, life, probably. Definitely. Okay. Um, okay, but back to Avon. Uh, I have not much to say because it continues to be this, like, sweet, like, everything is lovely thing. And she apparently really liked her fantasy suite moment for him. He is the full package, she said. <laughs> he says that they slept for 20 minutes. Uh, and then she says that she is falling in love with him. And that, you know, that's when I was like, whoa, she's saying it. And then I was shocked that she went and said that she was in love with Tino. So that just gives it all away, right? Yeah, it does. Uh, it's a little frustrating. Uh, not because I think Tino is a terrible choice. I'm just, you know, you have people like Avon who are kind of doing this thing well and walking through it well. And then, you know, in the back of her mind, she's like, yeah, but I'm just into somebody else. I'm, I'm wondering how blinded maybe she is right now to what she thought she was going to feel for Tino to now what she thinks she feels for Tino. And like the other guys are just going to kind of get put on the back burner, which brings up Tino because Jesse goes to see Tino in the next scene. Right. And he basically just talks about how the family visit was complicated um, he says that there's like, obviously this is something that they're going to need to talk about. Um, he says that, uh, that the waiting game, you know, just waiting for yeah. that last, like, what was that her, no, it was not her last, you know, waiting throughout the week, knowing that she's, you know, sleeping over possibly with other guys is just the worst nails on a chalkboard. He says, um, and he says that his dad took an interest <laughs> and asked tough questions and is obviously concerned that Rachel walked out of the house thinking that he did not like her. Um, he says that the day that he was like naturally skeptical, his dad, and that she was caught off guard by it. Again, like I don't think that he knows the extent no. of which like the dad was not friendly. 
Well, and now we see, and based on our headlines, you know, Tino's dad has been pretty vocal on Facebook uh, about that date and about that time. And so he did take an interest. I, uh, I just, you know, I think a little bit of this is too, I don't know. When you're a parent, like I said, you don't want to be overcritical. It's a weird situation. But you also don't want to set your kids up to be in, in a harder situation than they already are. This is a weird thing yeah. to navigate. And so don't be the thing that gets in the middle, uh, maybe in life, of them taking chances and pursuing their dreams and their loves and their interests. You just want to be the one that stands in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think at some point here, it kind of feels like it's, it's overshadowing maybe what they have. Yeah, the first part of their date is all about her yeah. like resisting and like being scared to fall for him more because she's just worried that they're going to get engaged and then they're still not going to have family support and then it's going to complicate things and you know, but then she seems to really get over that. Yeah. During the nighttime portion, um again, Tino is kind of well, Rachel's Rachel says, "Your dad said I won't disown him this is the proper um quote that i was referring to earlier i won't disown him if he gets engaged but i won't accept it that Uh, is bad that's way worse than what i had said previously yeah uh yeah and then tina goes really and rachel's like yeah i'm kind of worried about moving forward and he goes well um my dad doesn't get me necessarily in the relationship sphere And he says that they're skeptical of the situation, um, but they know him and he wouldn't be here if he didn't see her as his future. And then Rachel wants them to make, you know, he, she was like, okay, so if we get engaged, like, I do not want them to be mad. And then he goes, they won't be mad. I know that they will come around. And that's basically the way that it ends. And she feels more reassured. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know they'll come around. That's not what you want to hear when you're engaged. Um, hey, my parents will like you at some point. Uh, yeah, that that's not exactly ideal. But it does come around. And so we get to the, the evening portion then after this conversation exists. Do you still feel, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Do you still feel like Rachel and Tino have a connection that could exist and last outside of this show, past this show? And do you still feel like he's your front runner? I still feel like he's my, the front runner because he said, because uh, she said, I'm in love with you. There is no falling here. Yeah. There is just being. So he's definitely the front runner. And I think that there's just more of a physical connection that she has with him than the other guys. I think there's a lot of physical attraction. There is just, um, he's got a little bit more of an edge of a swag yeah. than the other two do. The other two are wonderful options but i do think that like when it comes to like sexy suave like hot guy like the one that you like the one he's like like the hot guy in high school that a lot of us are gravitated towards because back in high school like we were in like the the middle of the line you know like we didn't get the popular guys and i feel like this is kind of like the popular guy and he he wants her yeah. I have no idea. She was probably popular in school, too, and probably got any guy she wanted. I'm just looking at it from my perspective. <laughs> yeah. You're putting yourself in the story. That's okay. That's, yeah. That's fair. Well, yeah. uh, they have their overnight, and we see Gabby go on the overnight, which is probably the biggest 
uh, moment, I'd say, so far in the show is the Johnny and Gabby overnight. Or or not there. Well, not or the not, overnight. but at least yeah. prepping for it, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you break it down, but I have a question that I would love to be answered that I want your opinion on. Do you feel like this had, this scenario that you're going to walk us through here, had anything to do with Eric's words to Gabby in the fantasy suite? Mm, the fact that she basically didn't yeah. go ahead with another overnight right here? Yeah. Um, I actually don't feel like they're related, but it's an interesting point. I think that we saw Johnny's hometown and he was obviously telling his parents openly how he was not ready to get engaged. And their conversation, I mean, I just feel like he was like the weak man of these three between Jason and Eric and Johnny. He's definitely like the weak link where they have fun together, but we don't see it as, as this great love. And again, like on the boat, you're seeing them like have fun together, talk about boats or like she had a hamster and he had a catamaran or something like that. You just don't feel like this deep connection. Mm -hmm. And then we just circled around the conversation for so long as they sat on the sand, waiting eventually to get to this point where it's like, so I need to get engaged. And then he goes, mm, but I don't think I'm ready to get engaged. And he, and then she's like, okay, well, um, this is sad because basically I have a man in front of me saying he doesn't like me enough to get engaged next week, which I think has to be, you have to respect it. You have to respect if the, you can't be mad at him the process that. isn't. Yeah, you can't get him for that. But again, you, you sign up for the show and, you kind of know that that's what happens at the end, but it's all in whatever timing you feel comfortable with. Some people probably would never think that they were going to get engaged after eight weeks and they're fine with it and they live happily ever after. Then some people are probably like down for it and it's a mistake for them. Anyway, I really just think that they were just circling the conversation over and over again. And Johnny said this really funny thing. Johnny was like, I don't know how I feel. I feel numb. I am upset. <laughs> And I was like, this is why we don't have any ITM moments no. for them. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is it. They cannot des- describe their emotions. I I am not there's no way to villainize a moment where you're like, I know I signed up for a show that ends in engagement, but I'm just not there yet. I would like this show to be more like that, where we're at the end and we're like, I don't know. Like, you know, I know they like each other, but are they ready to make this big commitment? Yeah. I'm mostly because I'm just tired of people breaking up, which, hey, I'm in that group. So I can't like, I'm not critical. I just, I would like to know when somebody does get down on one knee at the end, they're like, no, I'm doing this because I mean it. Not because I feel like the show is making me or because I, this is what I signed up for. I've said that for years. Um, Yeah. And just to date afterwards even, and we can follow that story if we want, but we'd probably just move on to the next season anyways. Uh, But yeah, I don't think you can villainize them. But I also think it is funny that you pointed out that he did say, I don't know how I feel. I feel numb. I'm just sad or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I feel nothing. I feel numb. Nothing, I feel yeah. upset. Yeah. <laughs> All in one, you know, sequential yeah. sentence or yeah. whatever. This is just too much for me. I've never talked about my emotions <laughs> before. This is weird. 
Yeah. Well, I think with Johnny is that he's just been overall nice, honest guy. He's really never hidden anything. There's nothing to get on him for because he's been transparent the entire way through. Yeah. Even through the group dates. Uh, I agree with that. Well, uh, Johnny's not there any longer. He goes home. Uh, And it's uh, mostly, I mean, I don't know how much it has to do with uh, Eric's words to Gabby, but I do think it's probably the, the right decision. Because this relationship had ran its course. Yeah. I mean, nobody walked away from that scene being like, oh, they lost their great love. <laughs> yeah. No, I was like, yeah, I get it. No, nah, fair. <laughs> uh, okay. A couple more scenes here. Ashley to walk us through. Uh, Jesse does visit Jason, uh, who is uh, still part of Gabby's group. Uh, Jason has been more reserved and more quiet throughout the whole season. But Gabby has obviously felt something very strong for him through this whole season as well. Yeah, and we get this soundbite from Jason who basically says he's, like I said earlier, not in love with Gabby yet. He's getting there, and this just has him leaving written all over it, especially since we have that other soundbite of Jesse saying, there's a guy, um, there, Gabby or Rachel, you are the only bachelorette remaining. So in my head... That means that Gabby is left with just Eric. And perhaps she's not sold on Eric after this, quote, testing scene. And that's why we hear her saying, like, am I, did she use your word? Did she say she's unlovable or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So I think that's a big tease. I think she's going to end up with Eric. But I don't know if it's going to be easy or if there's going to be like some romantic engagement scene. We've actually like have no teasing clips of an engagement scene. Right. Have we seen like the guys like walking up with. Well, I guess obviously we're not seeing the guys, but we're not seeing any rings being picked out or anything like that. So who knows? Which makes me think that they there's an engagement scene. Like that's Oh, the you te- do? Yeah. yeah. Like they're hiding it from us yeah, because they want us to be surprised. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's where my mind goes. Uh, okay. But do you agree with me that you think that Gabby's going to be left with just the pick of Eric? Yeah. And I think she's happy with it. <laughs> so, yeah. And she's happy with it. Yeah. And look, look, Eric, he did, she didn't sleep with anybody else because nobody else because was here. They left. <laughs> yeah. Nobody else was around. So there you go. Well, final scene. We brought it up a little bit before, Ashley, you teased it. Gabby uh, thinks she's going to see her grandpa. Um, but Eric just wants to see her. Uh, this is kind of the end of the episode. It's the big teaser for our next episode, uh, which obviously we get two episodes this week. Uh, walk us through it. Well, you know, we we did have we did cover most of it, but we do I do want to talk about how Gabby left it. She said she's questioning if he will be her guy or if Jason will be her guy, and she says that people. Um, she says people, she wants to love her, never do. And she hopes this doesn't end up in a dumpster fire, but feels like it could be the end for her. Like, those are big, big words. Do you feel like, am I wrong in saying those words alone almost feel like they're hinting at if Eric leaves, this thing's kind of over for me? But I don't think it's, I don't think Eric's going to leave even if she sleeps with everyone and he finds out about it i think 
she's trying, she's questioning whether or not she wants to be with Eric, a guy who's bringing this conversation up to her after it was already done in the fantasy suite. Okay. I think she's thinking like he's making this conversation public and I don't like that because we've established it in private and it was important that it stayed private to me, which is why I think she kind of called him out on it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking too into it. Okay. My my thought to you is, I don't know if it's okay for you in this scenario to be like, I don't know. I feel like as a viewer, we should know. Uh, either we don't know we anything. Should know. Or, well, I feel like we either shouldn't know anything about it or we should know something about it. Not that the viewer has any right to anything here. This is their experiences that we're watching. But now we're just kind of left in a huge scene that feels like it's a culmination of months of watching the show and you're left as a viewer who is very engaged in this show going, yeah, I don't know. And I don't think that's, I don't know if that, I mean, and I have the same feeling. There's just a lot of assumptions left to be. There are a lot of assumptions. So we can't really pick sides if we don't know exactly how the conversation went down. Granted, do we know how every conversation that's ever aired really went down? No, No, because it has to be chopped down. But I do love a fantasy suite drama in this case where like people leave the fantasy suite and then the drama from it gets brought up. Like remember from Claire and Juan Pablo. Claire and Juan Pablo. And I was thinking Tasha and Colton. Yeah. Remember she like walked out and she was like, I don't, I don't know. Something was <laughs> off there. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was a Rachel, Lindsay, and uh um, and Peter. That was that was good. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so I do love a little bad, um, fantasy suite cliffhanger. Yeah. I think we're going to get a little bit more context in the next episode. We'll find out. But let's move on to headlines and trending tweets from last night. Shall we do that after the break? Let's do it. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
what advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Let's talk about something we all can relate to: hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns. Ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally, the best thing. Ever. For real. Nair's nuisance turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip, and I was like, this is so awful, but I I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long. It, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let it sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like... Um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream, and really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way. Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. 
Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. All right, let's go through trending tweets from last night. I love these tweets. We just kind of added this segment into the podcast. What is up with the black box over Gabby's butt? I'm actually quite annoyed at the black box because why put her in a bathing suit that you're going to have to black box her on? It's so distracting. And it's like, is it really that skimpy that it can't make primetime ABC? Come on, it can't be that skimpy. Again, then why do you put her in the swimsuit? Don't put her in the swimsuit. It's like kind of demoralizing. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I, I don't I don't love it. No. Okay. They like really made an effort too. If you saw some of them, they, they edited it in a way that you could see like multiple layers. Like they they really took their their manipulating skills. Yeah. Um okay, other trending tweets that made you giggle. Gabby and Eric jumping. There's there's a uh, tweet that says is that why this episode is split into two? We had to spend 20 minutes watching Eric and Gabby prepare to jump into the water. Hey, I told you earlier, you need to put in all those bachelor puns, the jumping and the falling. It's got to be there. Uh, and then ABC, I think, kind of messed up a little bit. There's a tweet here that I find odd, too, is ABC spoiling Johnny's elimination by showing him in Bachelor in Paradise preview. Uh, they did put him in the Paradise preview last oh, week. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. That's funny. Okay, so yes, they did mess up there. I think it was just so obvious those two weren't going to end up together. There we go. Okay, it's time for headlines. Big headline here. Kind of snuck up on us a little bit. But the Bachelor alum Amanda Stanton is married. All the details of her timeless California nuptials. Um, and this is according to People. Congratulations, Amanda. Super pumped. Congratulations, Amanda. Yes, this wedding was definitely put together quickly. They got engaged in December, um, but she definitely wanted to get the wedding going. I think she planned it in like five, I think it was like five months. Um, it looked stunning. The pictures are beautiful. Her dresses are spectacular as they would be in all Amanda Stanton fashion. Uh, Lauren Lane was there. Andy Dorfman was there. Emily Ferguson and Raven and Adam were there. Um, she walked down the aisle in a Monique Lillier gown as Taylor Swift's wildest dreams played. Like, whoa, that is a moment. Uh, the, the, the theme for the night was an elevated modern garden wedding. It was very simple. Guests dined on lobster rolls, steak and fish, and a dessert crepe station. They also had a late night bites, pizza, and grilled cheese. Kins, her daughter Kins, was the maid of honor, and Charlie was the flower girl. It was adorable, and their dog made all the pictures even oh, better. Love it. That's so good. Well, we're really happy for Amanda. Uh, she's uh, an awesome girl, and this relationship has been really fun to watch through social media. Yeah. So, yeah. Good her for husband them. It seems so fun. Like, he's hilarious on social media. Well, uh, former bachelorette Claire Crawley debuts new man after breakup from Dale Moss, or the engagement, I guess, got broken up. This is according to Us Weekly. We know nothing about this, guys. We know nothing about um, him because the caption is simply him 
uh, she put a reel of the two of them, like, just goofing off in the car together. And that was her hard launch for her boyfriend. We do know his name, um, or we suspect, the fans are are suspeculating that this is Mascot Sports CEO Ryan Dawkins. Uh, She didn't provide the name, but the fans, you know, they've done their digging. And she says that they've been seeing each other for a while. And I'm really happy about this. I saw Claire in June, and I know that she was seeing someone, but I didn't know it was something that was on the road to seriousness. And I'm not sure if it's even the same guy, but I'm so excited for her. I'm always rooting for Claire's love life. Oh, there you go, Claire. Back at it again. Next headline is this. Bachelor Nation's Hannah Brown attends her brother Patrick's wedding to Jed Wyatt's ex, Haley Stevens. This is just the craziest thing, guys. (laughs) We all know what we don't. Maybe you don't know, but it was a juicy scoop. Soon after the finale of Hannah Brown season, it was found out that Hannah's brother, Patrick, ended up getting together and dating Haley Stevens, which was the girl that Mm. Jed was dating when he went on to the show. It's just the craziest twist of all time. Now Hannah is in the same family as the girl that really ruined... Well, she did not ruin the season. Jed did. But, you know, she's involved to a certain extent, so I don't think that Hannah is, like, really the hugest of fans. You can't help but be a little bitter towards the whole situation. Um, She said in the comment, I've come to realize my life is a never-ending plot twist, but it makes for a damn good, for sure weird, story. It's true. So she did not take a picture with the um, the bride. She has not been photographed on Hannah's Instagram, but at least she has some sort of sense of humor about it all. Yeah, and she went with her uh, boyfriend, Adam, so they're still happy and together. Uh, she went to the wedding. That's a big deal. As hard as that would be or as weird as that would be, she at least attended the wedding, which is important, and she won't regret that, I don't think. Well, mm-hmm. final headline is this. Big congratulations and just uh, um, admiration for Bachelorette alum Zach Clark. He celebrates 11 years of sobriety. His quote is, if I can do it, you can do it. This mm-hmm. according to people. He's, he said, I'm super, super grateful. I feel very loved. The beautiful notes and messages... Thank you so much for that. As I sit here and I reflect on the past 11 years, I can't help but recognize that actually it it had nothing to do with me. This has to do with the people that paved the path for me, those that came before me, and more importantly, the person that is out there still struggling today, struggling with their addiction, struggling with their mental health, and feeling that they cannot go on. Um, He says as to how he still can have fun while being sober. He said, I laugh because I've been given this next level existence that I am so proud of. He said it was hard being out there um, on the street, but willing to, to, and willing to die to get high one more time, one more hit. He said this life isn't, this life is easy and it's beautiful and it's available to you if you want it. Ask for help. We are here for you. We love you. Keep going. Dig in. I promise it gets better. 
If you can do it, I can do it. Let's go. And again, just to remind you guys, he is the co-founder of Release and Recovery, which is a rehab center for people that were that are currently in the situation that he was in. Absolutely beautiful. Congratulations, Zach. Well, that's all we have for you today. This has been the Almost Famous Podcast, and I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. We'll see you tomorrow yes, recapping night two of Overnights. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, 
and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 